A dose of hope coming at ya. Positivity breeds resilience, and resilience breeds character. But you have to start from somewhere, so start now. Stay Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Mm. We're living in a sick world. I know you heard me, and we can't stand alone.
everybody. Happy Wednesday. Today's episode will feature inspirational music, positive inspirations, and an exclusive interview with recording artist Prez Blackman. He is here for our inspirational music highlight to discuss his single, Thank God for What Didn't Happen. Also, we're going to have celebrated life coach and author Shanice Collins. She is coming to speak with us for the inspirational author segment to talk about her Amazon seller, Resilient on Purpose. So stay tuned, y'all. Listen up. This is Ruth LaAntra. I got you.
Let's get ready for the inspirational music highlight, focusing on songs that minister. Hey family, today we welcome Prez Blackman to the A Dose of Hope inspirational music highlight. This young man has recorded backing vocals for Mary Mary, Kurt Carr, has appeared on the Ellen DeGeneres show, and did an NBC special with Mariah Carey, among so many other accomplishments. Man, we are just so happy you have come to share your new single with us. Welcome. Thank you, Hope. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, it's funny because I, uh, a friend of mine, Patrick Noble, was on uh, Instagram, and I, mm-hmm. I happened to see that he was, you know, promoting this new single. Before I could see who the artist was or anything, I was like, send it to me because it said, thank God for what... What didn't happen and that just took me way out of here like that's gonna preach right there yes yes ma'am absolutely so do you get that from a lot of different people like what I mean, like let me hear what this is about just based on the title I do get that response and that's what happened to me that's what motivated me to write a song with that title the very first person that I heard that ever made that statement was Lady Monique Walker mm. um, here in LA doing a concert and I'm a gospel DJ son my mother was the church choir director so I've heard message after message I've heard sermon after sermon i've heard song after song and i had after all these years of hearing all these messages and songs i've never heard anybody say thank god for what didn't happen so monique walker was the first one then all of a sudden my pastor bishop noel jones in his morning prayer he would bring that in thank god for what didn't happen thank god for the suicide that didn't happen thank god for mm. the house down i said look at this god so god gave me a song to put that prayer into a song so everybody is like when you think about thank god for what didn't happen it makes you more grateful and thankful so yeah Yes, I'm getting that response from everybody that sees that title. Absolutely. I mean, because when you look at, you know, the day and time that we're living in and all this different stuff that's going on, it's like you have to thank God. If you don't have uh, any family members who've had COVID-19 or you haven't, you know, had it yourself and you've you've been able to be healthy and look and keep a job through all of this process, you have to just lift your hands and shout and say, thank God for what didn't happen. And so, I mean, it is just a, it makes a powerful statement. And like you said, it it adds to the fact that, you know, it changes your perspective and the fact that you, you should be grateful and thankful that you are not in the situation that so many other people are in. Uh Yes, ma'am. And everybody's didn't happen is different. My didn't happen is different than your didn't happen, but everybody has one. And even if you had COVID-19, if you listening to this message, thank God you didn't it didn't overtake yes the crazy part is that my producer i presented this song to him in september my producer his name is patrick bolton um he's bishop noel jones music director at the city of refuge so he produced a song for me and in the midst of him working on this song thank god for didn't happen his baby brother passed away from covid19 oh no working on this song thank god for didn't happen and i'm like jesus Oh, man. He still persevered, buried his brother, and he's still dealing with that. But it's just like, Jesus, in the midst of him working on the sun, thank God for it didn't happen. He lost his brother. Still going on, and he's still thankful. But it's just like, that COVID-19 has touched so many of my friends. Yeah. That's my same age. I'm not talking about older people. I'm talking about people that I sat next to and I sang next to. But, um... I still have that testimony. Thank God that what didn't happen. It could have been worse. It could have been me. But I thank God that For it didn't what happen. didn't happen. Absolutely. So we're going to take a second. We're going to listen to the song, y'all, because y'all, I want y'all to hear it. But but first, let me just say this. Oh, this thing is churchy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all, this thing is churchy. I mean, if you've been listening to my show and, you know, kind of listening to my, my formatting, um, 
we have a very, uh, I would say, forward progressive uh, movement type of thing in the sense that I don't care what genre a, uh, a song is. Um, I will play it if it has a positive message or if it incites some type of, um, you know, inspiration or positivity. Um, so with this song, um, like I said, that title alone it just makes you dance and you have to, you just have to give God the glory and the praise and the honor when, you know, things for the things that did not happen. Exactly. So we're going to take a second and we're going to play this song and we'll be right back. Everybody clap those hands. Let's have a little church. Ooh, no.
All right, you heard it here. That was Prez Blackman. Thank God for what didn't happen. What an awesome song. Yes. I wanted to go to church on this one. I told my producer, I want some old school church. And he delivered. <laughs> yes, he did. And you did as well. I mean, you've done a lot of stuff out here. I have been hearing about you over the years and have seen your videos and stuff over the years. And um, and it's just an honor to be actually, you know, sitting here talking to you for the inspirational music highlight. Um, but you have been doing a lot of stuff. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. So my name is Perez Black. I'm from Los Angeles, California. I'm a member of City of Refuge, Bishop Noel Jones. And so because that's a mega church in Los Angeles, a lot of eyes are on because who my pastor is. I'm featured currently on Bishop Noel Jones in the City of Refuge Sanctuary Choir latest release on Tice Got Records on a song called Rain. And my beginning started with a lady by the name of Renee Spearman in Los Angeles. She had a community choir called the Prosperity Crusade Choir. So this is in 1994. We did our first CD. On that CD, it also featured Tina Atkins from Mary Mary. She was 19 years old. I wow. was 19. So we go way back. So then when I did the background vocals for Mary Mary on Can't Give Up Now, it's because we went to church together and we sang together. Um, again, I've done Kirk Carr, We Lift Our Hands in the Sanctuary. Yes. Recorded that one, Bishop um, Norman Hutchins. God's got a blessing with my name on it. Mm -mm. And so many different things. The Ellen DeGeneres show, that came because I was with a choir and we were singing at this Vogue fashion show and Ellen DeGeneres was actually in the audience and this is how God will position you and put you at the right place at the right time. Yes he will. In the audience and she heard the choir that I was singing with Jonathan Greer and the tribal Judah choir and she was like I'm going to have that choir on my show. Now when people say that sometimes in the industry people say that I'm going to have you on my show and they don't really follow through <laughs> you know. What I'm right about. right absolutely. But she actually followed through and we actually did a whole 10 minute segment with her through her and people could go to YouTube and look Ellen DeGeneres show with the tribal you the choir where we get the actual whole monologue with her in the beginning so god has favored me with some incredible opportunities singing yes. back from brenda clark cole's album it's just so many different people god has favored with me and i just give all the glory and all the praise to god because i don't do music full time but god has given me some awesome opportunities and i'm thankful to him for that so what would you say to um like a new artist that's starting out and wanting to you know just to put new music out and what what would you say what would you tell them the first thing is to do i think it's important that you are diligent and you are active in your church so, well, before I became an artist, I was very active in my music department. So that helped me cultivate my gift. It just, I didn't just come singing out of nowhere. I was at choir rehearsal. I'm one that believes in choir rehearsal. So the City of Refuge, um, Prosperity Choir, Evangelistic Mass Choir, I've sat in actual choir rehearsals, and I studied my music. Mm. So you can study your craft. Yes, absolutely. Every day, like I'm doing the concert, every day I put in the time to practice my vocals. I don't take it for granted that you just know how to sing. Right, absolutely. It, it takes some work now. Yeah, it takes some work. Even when you got the gift, it's like Kobe Bryant playing basketball. You have the gift, but you still got to practice. You know, one thing I, about that, like I was listening to... Um, Whitney Houston some time ago you know way back in the day and she was saying that I'm Whitney Houston and I've had a vocal coach and you know and, and like uh, Mariah said the same thing you know back in the day I, I have a vocal coach and I and I remember sitting and thinking like wow you know a vocal coach you know these are like powerhouses but at the end of the day you do have to be able to 
hone in on your gift and mm-hmm. and work on it. And if nothing else, it helps you to be more confident in your delivery. Exactly. And that's what I did with, um, when I have different songs that I prepare for, I actually go study different artists. So when I was preparing for this song, because it was old school, I picked up LaShawn Pace Rhodes. I picked up Dorinda Clark Cole. I picked up Reverend James Moore. I went to Daryl Coley. I went through those four artists and I started listening and I started studying them because when I went into the studio, there's certain things and there's certain runs and there's certain riffs and there's certain movements that you want to do in the song. Yes. Authentic old school. And what's playing on the radio right now really doesn't fit what, what this song does right now. This is old school, old school gospel. Yeah. So I actually studied that. So I didn't have a mental vocal coach, but I really did. LaShawn Pace, Dorinda Clark Cole, <laughs> and Daryl Coley. I started, I started listening to nothing but that before I went into the booth. Oh, so okay. Singing, that's what comes out because you studied that and it's like certain things I did in the song, I didn't plan to do it. It just automatically comes out because that's what I've been listening to. Yes. And that I've been studying, that's the movement that your voice takes because that's what you've been sitting with. And that's good. You know, it's, it's almost like in any other arena of whatever you're trying to do, people will tell you, do your research. Do your research. Do your that's research. And so, um, you know, as an artist, I've also had to to do that. Like, okay, if I'm going to do this type of song, then I have to listen to people who actually do that, you know, that type of thing. Yes. Um, because I came from R&B, so my, my style was always that. So for me to go and do like a praise and worship song, I had to start listening to people that do praise and worship, uh, you know, type of music. So I could kind of get an idea for how this should be sung so it doesn't come off as awkward or weird. Uh-huh. And then even with those, and I like those that do R&B and come and do gospel because there's certain things that you'll do with the R&B flavor. Like me, I love jazz. So some of the moves I'm doing in there is jazz movements because I love Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah. So even with the praise and worship, you still can bring in that R&B thing that you would do. Like Faith, I love Faith Evans. She has a song with Bobby Jones. But what she does is a gospel song. Mm-hmm. But some of the runs and the riffs and the movements that she does with her voice are R&B. And it just works. Yeah. So I love combining all the genres because I love R&B. I love jazz. I love gospel. I love all of it. And when you combine it, it makes a beautiful musical gumbo if you know what you're doing. Yes. And you know what? <laughs> and all of them, they become authentically you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So then you have people saying, well, I want this sound. So let me go listen to prayers. <laughs> let me see what he's doing over there. <laughs> and that's what I, that's why I never stopped learning. I'm still listening to everybody's listening to like, cause somebody's going to make a movement. It may be simple. Somebody's going to make a movement that I would never think of. It may be very simple. And I'm like, Hmm. And I'll just insert that into what I'm doing because I, I never, that's one thing as an artist, you never stop learning, never think that you know it all. Yes. I'm studying. You never stop learning. You never stop evolving. Because right. one thing I have learned, you know, as watching, you know, Marvin Sapp and, and different people like that, you have to reinvent the wheel every six months to a year. Uh-huh. You know, I used to think, okay, you put out a new album and now I'm, ooh, I'm, I'm set. I'm good. No, I'm, it's already time to, you're already behind the curve if you're not in the studio <laughs> doing the next one. You know, it's always something new. So I just thank uh-huh. you today for writing, for, you know, just putting out this song. Thank God for what didn't happen. Thank yeah. God that you are alive and you're well and you're here on this phone. Um, You're blessed. Thank God for all the opportunities that he's giving you. And we also thank God for what did not happen. Amen.
Amen. Amen. So what can people get in touch with you? Everybody can get in touch with me on my favorite social media is Instagram. So if you're on Instagram, Prez Blackman, P-R-E-Z Blackman, B-L-A-C-K-M-O-N. All of my social media is under that name. So if you're on your Twitter, on Facebook, but again, Instagram is the one I encourage everybody to go to. I that's also, that's the one we're going to catch you on. That's the one that's <laughs> I currently have a video. I was able to travel to Japan in 2018. So right now I have a hot video on there. It's a one-minute video of me singing Reverend Timothy Wright's Trouble Don't Last Always with a 400 mass choir of Japanese singing Reverend Timothy Wright's Trouble Don't Last Always. And they're singing it too. Wow. So it has like 37,000 views right now. I just put it up to encourage people right now. And it's taking off. And right look now. at that. Look at that. Well, yeah. look, look at God. <laughs> But that message that Reverend Timothy Wright and his son actually saw it. Um, Reverend Timothy Wright's son, he was so happy and he was so impressed. He's like, dang, my dad's le legacy. Yes. You know, it's funny you brought him up because um, I did a conference some years ago um, where I was the chair and he actually was there. And I took a picture with him that night. And I think it had to have been a, like a week before his departure. And um, really? and yeah. And when I took the picture, I, I just was stunned when I heard. And then I said, wow, I was like just with him last week. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, that is just amazing. And so we'll put a link up to that video so that people can definitely go and um, enjoy that as well because he is definitely um, a legend. He is a legend and the classics that he has left with us. Mm, amazing. <laughs> amazing. I had that um, that relationship with um, Pastor Andre Crouch as well. And mm. you know, before he left, we actually was able to sit down and do lunch and um, and just talk about music and, and how he, you know, it just inspired me to never give up, to not change myself because of what, you know, other people may want to hear. Um, he said just a Imagine if I had not been who God called me to be. What if I had decided to please everybody else that I would have been different? And he said, I don't want you to change. He said, don't change, stay the same. Because I struggled when I came into gospel because I was an R&B soul singer and so i felt like i'm not gospel enough i'm not churchy enough and people were saying that to me they would say oh you're not a gospel product and so and it felt horrible because i was singing about jesus i was singing about the lord i was singing from my heart but people would still listen to that and say well you don't sound gospel and so when he came to me and preached that into my spirit and said don't change you stay the same you stay who god called you to be and watch it work for you. Uh -huh. I he was that same opposition when he came out in the 70s. Yes, yeah, and that, that's what he said. Hawkins and Andre Cross like that, like we revere them, but back in that day, they were doing something totally different than what was accepted gospel. Yeah, they were edgy. <laughs> they uh -huh. were edgy. You know, the what they call him the father of contemporary gospel. He exactly. was very edgy, and they were looking at him side-eyed like, what are you doing? Uh -huh. You and know, now we're just like edgy. Now we hear that now, we think, no, that's not energy. Right. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. So again, I thank you for being here with us um, for the inspirational music highlight. You are certainly a blessed and inspirational young man. And I am just uh, grateful for your presence. Thank you for having me on your show, Hope. And I appreciate you for telling the world, thank God for what didn't happen. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> All right. You take it easy. God bless. All right. Bye-bye. All right, Edo family, that was Prez Blackman. All right, here is All the Glory by Hope Cherie.
It's the Inspirational Authors segment, bringing you inspirational authors from across the globe. Greetings and welcome on this great Wednesday. Today we introduce to some and present to many Shanice Collins, who is here for our inspirational author segment. She has been on quite the journey as she has struggled with abandonment, infertility, widowed overnight, and so much more. But she overcame it and is here to talk about it through her book, Resilient on Purpose. We welcome Shamise Collins to the show. How are you? Hi, how are you, Hope? I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. Look, I have been reading the book. It is so awesome. So let's just talk about your journey. Walk us through. I actually did not have any intentions or desire to be an author. Wow, okay. I um, lost three people in my immediate family in about 33 days. Wow. And that was really tough because it started with my mom. Um, then it was my grandmother died the day that we buried my mother. And then about 20 some odd days after that, my uncle died. And I was responsible for planning and paying for two of those funerals. So it was really a tough time. Yeah. And, you know, as women, you know, we get focused on, I have to stay strong. I have to handle the business. I have to plan travel. I have to let everybody know what's going on. Yes. So I didn't focus on how I felt. I suppressed my feelings. Okay. So when it all stopped, then I couldn't feel anything. Like I couldn't cry. I, I was just numb. So I ended up going to grief counseling and the counselor suggested that I start journaling. And my journal entries is what ended up becoming the book. Oh, wow. See, look at that. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, you can, you can go through things and and I, you know, I always tell people this, you never know sometimes why God is doing the things that he's doing. And you never realize sometimes that he has us right on the path that we need to be on. Right. You know, uh, when, when you're in the thick of it, but then when you come out on the other side of it, it's like, wow, you can truly see where God has guided you. Yeah, definitely. Wow. So when, once you finish writing the book, I know you said that you dealt with some issues of abandonment as well. Right. So my biological parents, um, teenagers, you know, not, not something that's not heard of, but they just weren't ready to be a mom and a dad. Mm -hmm. And um, I stayed with my biological mom for the first few years of life. And then I ended up with my grandparents, my maternal grandparents. So okay. you, you face a sense of abandonment um, as a child wondering why your parents did not raise you. Absolutely. I saw them all the time. So it wasn't like they weren't around. They just were not responsible for taking care of me. Right. And right. I have a strained relationship with both of them for many years. And, you know, you grow up and, and you still wonder, like that stuck with me. Mm -hmm. Why Why did they leave me? Why didn't they want me? Or why did, what did I do wrong? I was just a, a baby. I was just four, you know? So right. that, that stayed around for a while. And finally, I decided I needed to put a label on it. And abandonment is truly what it is. With, that, with and that, and that is right. That is right. I mean, I, I agree. You know, I've been in a similar situation um, with my father. People don't understand, I think, how deep it runs when your parent is not around. Right. And, it's, and it really does create identity issues. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, and those are issues that if you really don't work hard to overcome them, you'll, you'll spend the rest of your life trying to figure out who you really are. You hit the nail on the head. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it's really a serious thing. And you said in the book something about your path 
to peace. Um, what uh-huh. did that look like for you? You know, just dealing with all of this and now coming out of that, what does that path to peace look like? You know, I've always, I've been, I was raised in the church, so I've always been a spiritual person. But the older I got, things that, you know, my grandma used to say started to make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And my relationship with God got stronger. And I would hear people say, God spoke to me. And I'm like, well, who do he don't ever speak to me? You know, I, I, <laughs> right. what is that like? But um, there have been times, especially throughout the last five years or so, when I was dealing with all of this stuff, that I would get a message and I'm like, okay, so that's what that's like. And I remember being on the train coming back from my uncle's funeral and there was just calm that came over me Mm. because I heard God say, it's going to be okay. Mm. Okay. And I was by myself. Mm -hmm. Nobody went with me when I went to um, handle those arrangements. Mm -hmm. I I went alone because I needed to go and come back home and and deal with my own family. And it was just one of those things when I got off that train, I I knew that there was work to be done, Mm -hmm. but I also knew that I was not going to be in that that pit that I was in forever. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying that God gave you a peace, like a peace came over you and Mm -hmm. you knew that things would be okay. Yes. So how does how does prayer help in that situation? If we if if someone is listening who does not have a prayer life mm-hmm. and they um and they just don't know how to even start in that direction, what does that look like when you're dealing with a lot, you're going through a lot, you're wanting the peace of God? What what does that prayer life look like to kind of get to that? So to be clear, um, there are a lot of myths about prayer, and you you know you have to say things so eloquently and sure. in a certain form, and it's none of that. It's a conversation with God. So just like we're having a conversation, I talk to God throughout the day. I also have set aside time to pray, but it's truly just a conversation. Sometimes all I can say is, help me, Lord. Yes. And that's my prayer. Yes. Or sometimes, you know, you can't say anything. You just kind of rock and you moan. And he understands the moan and the groan that you have because he already knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. But he, he likes for us to come to him and release those things because it shows that we trust him and we believe that he can help us. Yes, so yes. I enjoy my, my conversations with God and they're about anything. It could be something as simple as, can you please make the traffic not be bad so I can get to this meeting <laughs> without That's being stressed right. out? Yeah, you know, the simple things. And then, of course, it can be the big ones of, you know, can you help me raise my child? Because raising a teenager these days is, is tough money. It's tough. Yes, it is. Absolutely. And I'm glad you said that because a lot of times people really do feel that you have to be, you know, over the top, super saint, deep to talk to the father. And you don't. And you really don't. You know, it's just a conversation and a relationship, you know, between you and him. And the only thing you have to do is is just open up your mouth and talk and believe that he is there for you and listening. Yeah. And even praying the scriptures, you know, when you say his word back to him and you say, you said, and you repeat whatever that scripture is, he knows what he said, but now you're saying, this is what I'm trusting and believing for you to do. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if you don't even know what to say, open the Bible and say some of the things that he's already written. All right. Well, we'll be right back with Resilient on Purpose author Shanice Collins. of life has got you in a whirlwind you are stressed out and depressed and you
you keep failing the test And you have to start out Danita Gibbs. You know, she has a new song out, by the way, and it's called um, He Is Way Ahead of You. And we will be getting that on for you real soon. Um, Shanice Collins is on the line, and she is the author of Resilient on Purpose. Now, Shanice, you shared in your book that you had some infertility issues. And I know that this is a hard place for many, many women. How do you encourage women who are going through that very same thing? It's tough for everybody, and, and everyone's going to deal with it differently. I know 
um, initially it crushed me like a ton of bricks. And um, I was fortunate enough to actually end up conceiving a child without any uh, um, fertility drugs mm. or uh, things of that nature. However, I had to have several surgeries to correct some issues that were going on. Mm. And I still was told you got like a 10% chance of having a, a baby without any drugs or assistance. Okay. So when I found out that I was with child, I thought they were crazy. And so I was like, wait, well, you know, she all said I couldn't do this without the help that I don't want to pay $25,000. Right, for right. Exactly. Not guaranteed. But um, so it, again, it was prayer. I remember initially, you know, I prayed, you know, I want a baby. And I, I don't understand why this is not happening today. Am I being punished? What did I do wrong? Is it because my parents didn't raise me? So you don't think I can raise a baby? You know, mm, there's a bunch of yes. negative self-talk. Yes, and then, yes. I remember one day saying, if if you do not wish for me to become a mother, then remove the desire. Mm, That was the new prayer. Yes, ma'am. And it seemed like once my focus went away from it, then next thing I know. I was getting ready to have a baby. Wow. That's powerful. That is really powerful in itself. So, okay. Wow. So, um, you also said that if you position yourself for success, then you become unstoppable. So it sounds like to me that that is what your whole thing has been. You know, it's like, you know what? I've been through all these things. I've had all these challenges and I pulled myself up by my big girl straps and I got myself in position for success. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I will, I'll say yes to that. Prime example. When I was an undergrad, at Norfolk State. That was a, a tough time. New York City girl came down to Virginia to go to school, knew no one here, no no family at all, just trying to get by. And my favorite scripture was Philippians 4.13. So my mom would always say on the phone when I'd be like, I want to come home. I can't do this. She was like, what's your scripture? She would make me say it. And sometimes, you know, you don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but here recently, I was um, following someone who was talking about meditation, and I just recently started um, learning how to meditate, mm-hmm. but she took it to a whole other level of, you know, it says in the Word to meditate on God's Word, but do you know what that means? Right, right. And I was like, oh, okay, so this is something different I can add. So I took that same scripture and looked at it from two different versions of the Bible, and then I broke it down and made it truly personal so that I can do all things through Christ, who, who gives me strength, is the NIV. Okay. The I is Shanique, mm. can do. The determination, the willingness, the, the, the ability to take action all as much as possible through, by way of God, strengthen. He makes whatever he put in me stronger so that I can accomplish it. Mm, nice. And that was the focus all day that day. And I was like, you sat on this word for over 30 years and you really didn't know the power that you had. Mm, my gosh, look at that. But you know what? It's funny how God operates, though, because he will allow us sometimes to sit on stuff. And it's like it's almost like it's hidden until you really need it. Yeah. Mm. So and, and it sounds like that's what you know, that's what it is. It's, it just came to you right when you needed it. And you've had it all along. Mm-hmm. Mm, ain't that something? So, yeah. you know, if you're out there listening for real, like if you really have something in you that you you want you sometimes you have to go back and revisit what's already in you so what do what else do you do that people may not know that you do well i've been in corporate for 25 years so i've been working for telecommunications industry for 25 years um and i've done coaching in the professional setting over the but decided to go ahead and launch a coaching business because i see where um, women don't always get 
the mm-hmm. same development that men do. Right. And if I could help in another woman come up, because we have so much to offer, but we're not necessarily, you know, groomed or nurtured or developed in the same manner that our male counterparts are. Right. So I'm here to help pull those strengths out of them and help them set clear and achievable goals that they can use to truly become successful. Because if you don't have a goal with the action plan, then you're just kind of going through the motions and you're not really making an impact. The purpose is to make an impact so you can walk in your purpose. Absolutely. Absolutely. So your book is named Resilient on Purpose. What made you name it that? I had so many people say to me, you're so strong. And something about that word bothered me at the time because I didn't feel strong. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I felt like I was just broken and I was existing, but nobody really understood the pain that I had going on. Right, right. I'm just going through the motions. Yeah. And then just happened to be, um, I'm I'm big on the the thesaurus for some reason. And I just happened to be going through there one day and I was like, oh, resilient. Now that word I could get behind because I don't know if you remember this. Back in the day, the Weeble Wobble toys, like, yes. knock it down, but uh-huh. it kept coming come back, right up. back up. And I was like, yes, that's me, because look at all the stuff, but I keep coming back up, because he keeps saying, no, you, you can't stay down, come on, come back, come back. So <laughs> I was like, that's more of what I can, can align myself with, yeah. resilient. Yeah, I like that. Resilient on purpose because it all, it not only means that I'm going to bounce back because, you know, just because, oh, okay, what was me? Now I'm up again. What was me? Now I'm up again. But it's like I'm resilient on purpose. Like I know that this was meant to knock me down, but guess what? I'm back up. Yep. I love it. I love it. So where can people get the book and how can they find you? The book is still available on Amazon. It's available at the paperback or the Kindle format. Okay. And um, I have um, social. So I'm Shanice M. Collins on Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse. You know, so much stuff out here. It sure is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. And so, and your website? It's ShaniceCollinsUnlimited.com. All right. And say it one more time for me. ShaniceCollinsUnlimited.com. All right. Sounds great. Well, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. Um, I'm going to... Um, to put this out, I'm sure it's going to bless somebody because, you know, you never know when um, we do these things where it meets people. And I'm just right. glad to know that there is a story out there that someone can relate to and they can go and get your book and all that good stuff. So, again, I thank you so much for coming to the show. Thanks again for having me. You are so welcome. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Shanice Collins, the author of Resilient on Purpose. She has a course that is going to be launching next month. It's called Unleashing the Power of Resilience. So please go to her website and check that out. All right, we're going to move on ahead. Next up is Jean Moore. Won't be moved. Why? Because I'm resilient. The cold winds blow
segment. Brad Aronson is the author of the Wall Street Journal bestseller, USA Today bestseller, and Canadian Book Club Awards winner, Humankind, Changing the World One Small Act at a Time. This heartwarming read shares real life, feel-good stories about how one small deed can make a world of difference. Humankind is a book of heroes, and he is coming to share that with us. 
Also with us is the fabulous Tamika Quinn. She is a two-time stroke survivor, veteran, widow, mentor, and holds multiple certifications from the John Maxwell team, as well as she is certified as a speaker through Les Brown. She is a trainer and life coach. She is the national spokeswoman for the American Heart Association and American Stroke Association, and she is here to give us life. Okay, we have a great show coming up for you next week. Thank you to everyone who has listened to us on today. I love you. I appreciate your support. Please go to www.adoseofhope.org and just kind of tell us a little bit about, you know, the shows and how you feel about it. And if there's anything new you want to hear, let us know. Um, We would just love to hear feedback from you. So just know that you have been dosed. Talk to you guys next week. I never make up my mind. Just can't seem to get it right. And life is all so sobering One minute flying in the air Next I'm crashing Crashing over oh, somehow surviving the impact Though I still got some bruises from my past I know you're watching, watching my back How do you love me this way?
Did I tell y'all that I was so green when it came to doing this podcasting, but Anchor has made it so, so, so easy for me. I mean, it's free, first of all. And also there's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer, which makes it extremely easy. And Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And guess what? You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's what I'm talking about. So it's pretty much everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So I'm telling y'all, if this is what you want to do, carry yourself on over, okay, to the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Your dream awaits.